was always the Jazz. It was always the Jazz. Welcome into Always the Jags. Gotta tell you guys, I really wanted to skip this week. I was about, you know, another six hours from officially skipping it and just letting us go to the next day. You know, hopefully pretending that week 16 didn't happen. You know, maybe if I didn't record it, maybe it just didn't happen. Because the Jaguars, to say that was the most embarrassing performance of the entire year, would be an understatement because I don't think there was ever a game that we played this year where we were down 30 to zero and our team didn't just looked ill-equipped to play. We like Trevor Lawrence said, we didn't look, they didn't look like they practiced. They, they looked like a high school football team going against a college team. They looked like our guys just nobody showed up. They were doing a player of the game voting um, for the Jaguars podcast, the post game. And everybody just chose Calvin Ridley because he got, you know, 90 yards and two touchdowns. And to say that was that was the garbage of garbage time. Really, garbage time started when we kicked off the ball because the Jaguars played like garbage all day. And sure, maybe Calvin Ridley was the best guy on the field for the last. What, 10 minutes? 15 minutes until Baker Mayfield decided, okay, let's not give them any hope that they're creeping back into this and let's just go ahead and win it. And he threw three passes and just, you know, ended the game. It's that was it was disturbing. It was we were so outclassed and we've been on a losing streak. Understandable. And I feel like, you know, maybe I could have understand if the Bucks slipped away with one, you know. But we got dominated in and out. Zay Jones was out. You know, Christian Kirk is still out. Our offensive line, by all intents and purposes, was healthy. But I would have preferred if they were injured with the way they performed and the way guys were coming in Trevor's face. Um, every single play just the line just broke down guys bursting through Tyson Campbell is still not right either his hamstring injury I don't know what's going on he just might need to sit until the playoffs or something because him playing like this is worse than him just not playing at all Andre Sisco was back too to help against Mike Evans and it didn't help at all I don't know if maybe he came back too early from his injury and yeah, I mean, the Jaguars got hit with the injury bug and you could tell it affected our performances these last couple of weeks. We're not used to a team. We're not used to playing with injuries. We're not used to having guys out. But the sad, but like every team has injuries. Like last year, we stayed remarkably healthy. But it's like, like if you go back to that Browns game, you're like, yeah, we had a lot of people out and it, it messed us up. You know how many people the Browns have out? Almost their entire offensive line, they're playing with a backup quarterback, and they lost their star running back. They have guys out everywhere. Every team is littered with injuries. It, it's like we just gave up before the game started, and I don't know if we just underestimated the Buccaneers, or if Doug and Trent Baalke decided our team was good. Because the thing was, is like, even when we drafted last year, 
like we drafted as if we were you know a contender already and we really weren't there like we needed some depth but we drafted a lot of like developmental guys and kind of like icing on top players and like even a guy like Tank Bigsby that we drafted running back in the third round we've got nothing out of him every time he's played He's gotten a little bit here and there, but he hasn't done anything that I don't think ETN can do. And a couple of times when he's been on the field, have led to terrible plays. And then we took two more linebackers in the fourth round. And I'm like, you know, the moves that contenders make are the ones where they trade those fourth and fifth round picks for guys like Zadarius Smith, who I said the Jaguars should pick up. Guys like Amari Cooper. Who I said the Jaguars picked, should pick up. Who picked him up? The Browns. What are the Browns about to do? Go to the playoffs. You know, if the Browns keep winning and the Ravens drop a single game, the Browns could get the number one seed in the AFC. Just three weeks ago, the Jaguars, if we had beat Cincinnati, which again, I don't know if that would have changed the whole narrative of our season. If Brandon McManus just makes one field goal in that game, Sends it to overtime and maybe we got the win. I don't know. But that that game, I don't know if that changed our whole trajectory of the season. But it feels like this is one of the lowest times we've ever been for a Jaguars fan. Because we haven't gotten outclassed like that since San Francisco. And we all know San Francisco is a top dog in the league. But then the Ravens just beat them. So, you know, that showed some cracks there. But again, we were just a couple of plays away from beating the Ravens. But then you let the Buccaneers drop 30 on you and you can't score at all? And now we're in danger of not making the playoffs at all. Trevor Lawrence is out. Can't play. CJ Beathard's going to play. Like, maybe throughout this stretch, if Trevor Lawrence was out the whole time, it would feel better because it's like we're playing with a backup quarterback. You know, I understand, like, if we take these losses because it's like I would have rather Trevor had just stayed out of these games if his injuries was going to make him play this poorly. Because now you don't, like, I don't know, like, was it his injuries that are making him play poorly or just injuries to receivers or what's going on? But now C.J. Beathard has to go beat the Panthers. And I think it's well within his realm to do it. And I think. Honestly, I think a quarterback change is probably the right move right now just because we are circling the drain. But we, this is free fall right here. This is probably the worst late season collapse I've ever seen. And like I said, had we beat the Buccaneers and then beat the Panthers, we could have rested our starters against Tennessee, who looks good. Like Will Levis is starting to put it together. They don't look like a, I mean, we didn't think the Buccaneers were a pushover. We were going to put up a fight. But I was expecting, I didn't expect us to beat them down or anything, but like a 20-30 victory. I mean, a 20-10 victory or something like that. And don't get me wrong, Baker Mayfield's playing good ball. Chris Bobwin playing good ball. Mike Evans playing good ball. Jaguars, not. And we have so many guys that are healthy that aren't playing nearly as well as we were. Like, where, where's our defense? Just because Tyson Campbell can't cover Mike Evans, our entire defense fell apart? We got no pressure on Baker. I bet Trent Balky's kicking himself for not 
you know, going for broke and making a move to bring in a stellar pass rusher. Because, you know, our defense is keeping us in games at the beginning of the season. But we also went against some pretty terrible offenses, like the Falcons, like the Saints, like the Steelers. And now we can't get pressure, and that's hurting us against good offenses, like the Ravens. Like the Browns surprisingly have a good offense with Joe Flacco at the helm. And I guess the Buccaneers have a good offense, even though somehow the Colts' defense was able to hold them to 27. But we evidently could not. So there's only so much to say in this podcast. I'm sorry it sounds so depressing. Hopefully we beat the Panthers and it'll be much better. I can't even tell you how we beat the Panthers. I think the first step would just be to show up. I live here in Charlotte, so I wish the Panthers game was at Bank of America Stadium because I would still be there. But it is not. Um, But I saw a really good point on Twitter. It's like if the Jaguars go into that game saying Panthers are the worst team in the league, we can beat them. No. Like the Jaguars have to look at themselves and say, we are the worst team in the league right now. Based upon our last four games, Jaguars have been playing the worst football out of the NFL because we are falling. Each loss has gotten worse and worse. Trevor in each game has been worse and worse, and worse. Everybody across the board has been worse. Started on Monday night, lost by three points. It was heartbreaking, heart-wrenching. Our defense just couldn't get the stop. Three points. Then we lost by four points. And we technically should have lost by double digits, but we had a chance to make it a single digit by the end of the game. We were still down for two scores for most of the game. It wasn't like a back-and-forth affair. Like Monday night was a back-and-forth affair. Browns dominated that contents. And the Ravens controlled it from the entire game. We ended up losing by, I think it was two or three scores. And now here we are where we got completely obliterated. And 12 points that I honestly wish we didn't score because Calvin Ridley's agent's going to try to use that as part of why he should be re-signed if he cracks a thousand yards. You want to keep playing, but it's like, it's too late, Calvin. Like, it's, it's too late. All this skill getting open whatever like you're not it's like these kind of games it's like you're not getting open because you can you're getting open because the defense is letting you because it's garbage time just letting the clock run out you know and it's like like you said it was a great showing and i'm sure he deserves player of the game but it's too late you gotta do that in the first quarter man we need those two touchdowns in the first quarter and I just, I, most, like most Jaguars fans, I'm at a loss of words. Don't even know how to describe it. And um, I think we can beat the Panthers. I think we should beat the Panthers, obviously. But I said a long time ago, if the Jags don't run the table, I don't think we deserve to make the playoffs. And I haven't seen anything from what we played last week to show that we can run the table and we should make the playoffs. I still don't have, like, thank God that Houston and Indy lost because if Houston had won, I mean, they were playing the Browns, which was going to be a tough game. But if Indy had won, they could have run the table. You know, and I'd still rather see Indianapolis in the playoffs than Houston. So we'll see. We're still division leaders. Um, but now we really got to take care of business. And like I said, I think C.J. Beathard can beat the Panthers. I don't know if I could say he could beat the Titans. Now, like I said, we obliterated the Titans before. 
But that's when we had Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, and Zay Jones. Kirk won't be back. And Ridley looks like he can't produce without Jones and Kirk on the field. Because that's when he has his best games. So, we'll see you guys. Don't lose the faith. You know, it was still always the Jags. But this this is a rough week. This is the worst week all year. Because week three was bad, right? But then the Texans turned out to be good. And we didn't need it as badly. Like, it was kind of like, okay, it caught by surprise. This is this was just a, a new level. And that one was still kind of back and forth. We were in it in the second half when it started. We were out so long ago. And it felt like the Buccaneers just let us kind of back in by letting us score. And then they just, like, if I see Baker Mayfield complete another first down on third and seven, I was like, I'm going to lose my mind. Every time the defense did something well, sacked him for, you know, five, six, seven yard loss. He just picked it right back up and kept marching down the field. Four touchdowns. And it's like, if the Buccaneers had kept their, I have no doubt if the Buccaneers had kept their foot on the gas and played like the Raiders played the Chargers or the Dolphins played the Broncos, they could have scored every single possession they had. I don't even know if they punted much until the game was already out of reach. They could have dropped 70 on us. Because once they decided to pick it up in the last half, instead of just running the ball to run out of the clock, Baker Mayfield kept it in his guys. Third and seven. Doesn't matter. Hit him. So Jaguars have a lot of soul searching. And it's like all this stuff. Like, again, you're supposed to be playing your best football. We only have two games to turn around. And that's right into the playoffs. So I would not be surprised if it's an early exit. And that would, that would just be horrifying for Jacks fan. Because this was the year. We were supposed to take the next step into playoff contenders and then potentially look to next year to be Super Bowl contenders. Right now, we are drowning. And again, a lot of injuries. We are in free fall, but coaching, better drafting, like that's on the staff, you know, to get through injuries because every team has them. That's why you got to have your next man up and ready to go. So just again. Go Jaguars. I'm going to keep cheering for them. If you can get to the game, get there. Make sure the Panthers don't get their third win of the season. Because if they do, we are not making the playoffs. It's that simple. So again, guys, as much as it, it's painful this week, but remember, it was always the Jags. <laughs>